0: This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Alive is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now here's Pastor Dana.
1: Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana
0: and Pastor Tom.
1: And we once again would like to thank you for joining us for Streams in the Desert Live, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is The Continuing Consequences. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we come humbly before your throne today, Lord. We pray for America. We pray for Israel, Lord. We ask that you would keep thy right hand a blessing upon each of these nations that you have created, Lord, and hold a majority of your people. And Lord, we pray for the rest of the world, that they would come to know your son, the one and only begotten son that you sent to earth to die for our sins by shedding his precious and holy blood. And Lord, I ask that. You would move us in a great and mighty way today, and the Spirit and Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place and in these vessels. We ask that you would have your way and that the people would hear Jesus and not us, and we ask it all in the precious and holy name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Well, Pastor, today we begin the streams broadcast with some scriptures found in Proverbs chapter 14, verses 12, 15, and 16 which read, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And in verse 15 and 16, it says, The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his going. A wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but the fool rages and is confident.
1: Well, folks, today we are going to share, we are going to expose and share with you a very deep, dark, and sinister plan that Satan has cooked up. And believe you me, it wasn't devised overnight. No, this despicable plan has been in the making for a great number of years. It involves a declaration that was signed on March 29, 1994, which, by the way, was 14 years ago this past March, and is called
0: Evangelicals and Catholics Together, the Christian Mission in the Third Millennium.
1: You may recall that I mentioned this document signing to you once before on a previous broadcast. The reason I'm bringing it up again is just as the title of today's broadcast states, The Continuing Consequences. The continuing consequences of the signing of this document are once again being felt by true, Bible-believing, blood-washed, Spirit-filled Christians, that is, as for those who have their spiritual eyes and ears open to the hearing of the voice of the Holy Spirit. Remember what Jesus said seven times in the book of Revelation.
0: He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches.
1: With that said, let us dive in to this sad and very serious deception that is taking place right before our very eyes. Why is it sad? Because it involves someone we all have come to love and trust in the handling and preaching of the Word of God. Why is it a serious uh, deception? Because the public at large is quite unaware of the huge impact of what Pastor Hagee has recently done brings to the true Bible-believing, born-again, blood-washed, spirit-filled body of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Those of you listening to last week's broadcast may remember that at the very beginning of the broadcast, I brought you breaking news concerning the fact that Pastor John Hagee had written a letter of apology to William Donahue, who who is the president of the Catholic League for Civil and Religious Rights, regarding statements that he, Pastor Hagee, had made in one of his books and while preaching that were found to be offensive to the leaders and followers of the Catholic Church. Pastor Hagee wrote, out of the desire to advance a greater unity among Catholics and Evangelical in promoting the good, the common good I want to express my deep regret for any comments that the Catholics have found hurtful now my question to you folks is since this letter of apology was first revealed last week how many of you have seen it splattered across the news agencies Yes, yes, yes. I know, it was on cable and the front pages of all the major online news giants, but (coughs) here is the eerie, strange, and chilling piece of food for spiritual thought. A. Why was it kept so low-key? In other words, why was it only mentioned for about a day instead of the usual six months to a year? And B. How come Christian bloggers, writers, TV and radio ministries, as well as those of Internet ministries, have not spoken out in support of the fact that it was errorless for Pastor Hagee, as well as other so-called Christian leaders who have done the same in the past, to have ever apologized for the writing, speaking, and preaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and loving God? Folks, I must once again reiterate the creepiness of the fact that the media is not chewing up and spitting out Pastor Hagee over this. Doesn't it make you wonder why? It did me. And here is the reasoning that is going on behind the scenes. When Pastor Hagee wrote the letter of apology, he opened it with the words, there again, out of the desire to advance a greater unity among Catholics and evangelicals in promotion of the common, in promoting the common good, folks, the om- opening statement of Pastor Hagee's letter of apology was a code, which translates to "I am with." I am writing this letter to make it known to you, and to all who can decipher the code, that I am one of you, and I am not against you. I am with you. Now, this might sound good, but I assure you that it's not. Why?
0: Because the statement. The Desire to Advance a Greater Unity Among Catholics and Evangelicals in Promoting the Common Good.
1: My friends, is the slogan of those who have signed on to further the efforts of and to fulfill the planned outcome of the Evangelicals and Catholics Together, the Christian. Mission in the Third Millennium Declaration, which is to move people far away from the true statement that Jesus made in John 14:6, which plainly states that Jesus is the only way to heaven and that no man comes unto the Father but by Him. Jesus, through this statement made in John 14:6, also points out the fact that the salvation or way of escape. That he and he alone bought and paid for with his precious and holy blood upon the cross of Calvary is the only way, or shall we say method, by which all people must come into a personal relationship with the holder of eternal life, who there again is none other than the Lord, Master, and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the same as noted in this scripture of John 14, 6 as being the truth, which is a reference to the fact that he and he alone is the living word of God, and that it's therefore by the obeying of this living word and now written word, which is the word of God or the Bible, and it is the only way to heaven. Okay, folks, let's get back to the evangelicals and Catholics together, the Christian mission in the third millennium document. At this point, some of you might be saying, who signed this document? And why did they sign it? Well, here is what the New York Times had to say about it on March 30th of 1994, one day after the signing. They toiled together in the movements against abortion and pornography, and now the leading Catholics and evangelicals are asking their flocks for a remarkable leap of faith. Here it is, folks. Listen up. And that remarkable leap of faith that they wanted them to take was to finally accept each other as Christians. The New York Times goes on to say, in what's being called a historic declaration, evangelicals, including Pat Robertson and Charles Coulson, joined with conservative Roman Catholic leaders today, which there again was March 29th, 1994, in, up- in upholding the ties of faith that bind the nation's largest and most politically active religious groups, With that said, you might be asking yourself, just who else has signed on this ecumenical agreement? Well, let me see now. We have some of the biggest names that you would ever come to think of, like...
0: The Southern Baptist Convention, which at the time of signing, represented 15 million people. Wow. That's right. The Assemblies of God, who also signed on to the ecumenical deception.
1: And Richard Simmons... Who is who at the time of signing was the southern california chairman of the national association of evangelicals and who also said in part that he applauded the declaration and that he hoped the signing of it would bring increased cooperation between evangelicals and catholics folks i have to stop right there because for a man who is the chairman of the um, national association of evangelicals which a lot of Mass, uh, pastors, ministers, evangelists, and so on and so forth are a part of you have just drugged people into a uh, document that really, some people don't want to be a part of that. So in other words, if you're going to be in that club, you're going to have to own up to what they believe in. And I got news for you. It's just not what I believe in. Folks, here are others that have also signed Paul Crouch, founder of TBN Broadcasting Network. Benny Hinn, and Oral Roberts, just to name a few. Folks, now here is where it becomes very disheartening and is the reason for this broadcast. First, TBN signed, so that means there again, if anyone wants to be on that TV station, without a doubt, they must hold the same One World Church view. And second of all, I can hear you right now saying, But Pastor Dana, I never heard you mention Pastor Hagee's name as being one of the signers. Did you hear me say a moment ago that Oral Roberts had signed this declaration? Well folks, Pastor Hagee is on the board of O.R. University and has been for many years. In these types of settings, only people that are like-minded are chosen to work together. Folks, you must understand that this historic event of a joint declaration between so called professing Christians and Catholics would have in time past been considered absurd, considering the fact that they hold entirely different belief systems. Nevertheless, now that this deception has begun surfacing, it's high time for all true Bible believing Christians to reevaluate their current church setting. In other words, what I am saying is that it's way past time to know what your preacher is preaching and your Bible teachers are teaching. The question you need to be asking yourself and finding out the answer to is, is the preaching and teaching that I'm sitting under from the Bible, which is the Word of God, and is it being preached under the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit? Or is it from some other type of book found in the seeker-friendly, Willow Creek-speak, or purpose-driven deception agenda of men and women who are either not called by God and who are not filled with the Holy Spirit of the one and only true and living God of heaven, earth, and Israel, or maybe they are those who were once called, as many of those we're speaking of here today were, but who have now, here in the end of time as we know it, been led away into the deception of Satan and are in the throes of the emerging social gospel One World Church. As the saying goes, folks, if your church is not changing you, then it's time to change your church. Is that right, Pastor Tom? Amen. (laughs) Because as the continuing consequences begin to mount, which have recently been brought to light, made visible, and known to us all by the Lord God through the revealing power and anointing of his Holy Spirit, as I said before, it's now time for the true, uncompromising, Bible-believing, blood-washed, Holy Ghost-filled Bride of Jesus Christ, who is the Lamb of God, who came to take away the sins of the world and write the names of his followers down in the Lamb's Book of Life to remember the words that he... Jesus spoke, which were written for such a time as this in
0: Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5, where Matthew says of Jesus, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many.
1: And in Romans 16, verses 17 and 18, folks, Paul said, and I love these scriptures, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own bellies, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Folks, don't allow yourself to be found as the people that the Lord Jesus spoke of in his day who were unable to hear the Holy Spirit when he called. In John eight forty seven, where Jesus said, He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. It's a strong statement, folks, and we need to remember what Jesus said here. I want to close with this uh, charge given in Jude 3 and 4.
0: And this says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ
1: and finally folks with all that has been said here today we just want you to remember that we are not against any person who practices a false religion. We are only against the plot of Satan who has blinded them to steal their eternal life in heaven with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In Matthew 24, 24 and 25, Jesus himself said this, For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if and that's a big if. It were possible they shall deceive the very elect. Jesus went on to say, folks, behold, I have told you before. Amen. And you know what, folks, I just want to say this. That's a, a huge statement. It's a one-line statement, but it is so huge. Jesus said, behold, I have told you before. This means everything to us. The entire word of God, the Holy Bible, tells us of that which is yet to come, and through the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, which is the same way, through the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, that the very elect will not be deceived, we can ponder the word of God, and at the appointed time, he will begin to open up that word to us for such a time as this. And we will be able, through the power and anointing and revelation, knowledge of the Lord God, through the Holy Spirit, be able to see that which is coming upon this world in this last hour. And with that, I would like to ask Pastor Tom to pray for all of you today.
0: And, you know, I just want to add to that, saying that, you know, this is the time that we need to be seeking the Holy Spirit Amen. And seeking Jesus' face even more and more because we are coming to these times. We're seeing these deceptions taking place.
1: You know, folks, I'm glad he said that because there's one thing that I would like to say to you all. And that is, if you have surrendered your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, and as we give you the opportunity shortly to do so if you have not, I want you to remember one thing, that surrendering your life to the Lord Jesus Christ is only the first step. In the Christian walk, the next thing is to get into a Bible believing church, be, become discipled in the word and lifestyle that the Lord Jesus Christ has given to us through his righteousness, which is right living in Jesus Christ. Then, the next step, as you go along the way and your heart is pricked by the Lord God, it is time to seek him for the indwelling power of the Holy Ghost. Because, folks, What is coming upon this world and what has already come upon this world in certain regions of this world already has been overwhelming to the heart of man. And so therefore, in these times, the only way you will be able to stand, as it says in Ephesians chapter 6, the only way that after you've put on the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the Spirit and the Word, the belt of truth, the shield of faith that deflects all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and shodding your feet with the preparation or teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the teaching of peace. Above all, we need to have the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit to walk us through the times that are upon us, for without His working in our life, there is no way that we will be able to stand in the time that is yet to come. And I have always said and I will continue to say that for everyone who thinks that they have a steadfast relationship with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but does not continue onward to receive the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit, what will you really do when faced before a firing squad that says, Renounce Jesus Christ or give up your life. You cannot do this. No mere man can do that in themselves. It takes the awesome power of God to carry us through such a a time.
0: Amen. And I'd just like to pray for our listeners right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you for each and every Jesus. person that's out there right now, Lord Jesus. There are so many needs. There are so many uh, desires out there, Lord, to seek your face even more and more, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you would just reach out your Holy Spirit and touch each and every person that's there, that, has their, te- that has their radio on. I, I meant to say television. <laughs> I, I'm prophesying right now. I meant to say television. We'll be on TV soon.
1: <laughs> Praise, Praise God.
0: Lord. But each and every person that has that, that radio on, Lord, and that the, the airwaves are going out, open their eyes and open their yes. ears spiritually that so they can see exactly what the Spirit has to say to them. And Lord, I just ask that you would just anoint each and every person that they would be able to stand against these deceptions that are coming upon this world. And Lord, just give them that, that unction to seek the face of Jesus more and more and more Amen. as it gets darker and darker. Amen. And I just pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
1: And Father God, I just come before your throne and I ask that there again, all those who are seeking your face yes. before the end of this day, let them bow their knee to you and surrender their hearts and lives unto you that their lives both here and eternity will be made rich by the presence of your Holy Spirit and through a personal relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is your only begotten Son, who came to take away the sins of the world for those who would call him Lord, Master, and Savior of their life. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen.
0: Amen. And you know, Pastor, I just want to open up our phone lines amen. right now because I'm sure we have a lot of listeners out there that are excited to to. Add in and talk about what we've we've just revealed today.
1: Absolutely.
0: And Absolutely. Our, our question for today is, is your salvation dependent upon the Word of God or the Word of man? Amen. Give us a call here at Streams of the Desert Live. We'd love to hear how you, as a faithful follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, feel about this question. Our number here at KXXT is 602 296 3632 Once again, that number is 602
1: Okay, we look forward to hearing from you folks, you know uh, And I want to once again remind you what we've been talking about and that is it's a sad day When someone like pastor Hagee has picked up the mantra the motto the slogan of those who have signed on to a deceptive plan We do not want to follow anyone. I don't care how good they sound, how good they they are acting. If they're not following Jesus, we're not going to follow them. It looks yeah. like we possibly have a phone call. That would yes, be awesome. I think oh, we have a call online. Hey, good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana. Hi, this is Jean. I have a comment
2: about what you were talking about. Hi. I don't see how anybody could want to uh, follow man like Pastor Hagee or any of those others that have or so-called have a private interpretation of how you should believe and what you should okay. believe in rather than go ahead and search those scriptures yourself.
1: Amen. I'm with you, Sister, all the way. That is a good statement, and it's good that you were able to view that to all of our listeners today. And it,
2: it really irres me that someone would follow someone like them, because I know they're prominent figures in the television world on TBN and everything, but it seems to me they're like the Pied Piper. They're just getting more and more people to follow them for anything that they say or anything that they do. Mm-hmm. And it, it, to me, it's sad that they're going to fall into that kind of thinking and believing dogmatic belief.
1: You are absolutely right. You know, we want to follow anyone that's following Jesus, but as soon as they present to us the fact that they are not and they've fallen away somehow, then it's time for us to go in a different direction. Right. And I just want to say thank you for your call thank today, you. and can thank I you. pray for you before yes, we hang we can. up? We okay, can. Okay, is there anything in particular you'd like me to pray for? Oh, about? just go ahead and uh, all right. my well-being. And what's your name? My name is Jean. Jean. Hey, Jean, uh, Father God, right now we just ask that you would bless Jean. We ask that you would move in a great and mighty way in her life. Lord, we ask that you would grant her the desires of her heart as she continues to follow in the straight and narrow path that you've laid before her. We just give you all glory and honor for her today, Lord, in the words that you have had her speak here today. For your representation. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory and ask that you would bless her and her family. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. God bless you, too. God God bless you. Thanks so much. Uh Bye-bye. Well, it looks like uh, we may have another phone caller. Yes. Good afternoon. This is Pastor Dana. How can I help you? Yes, I'm a missionary. My name is Diana. Hi, Diana. And
2: I do death row inmates. I do the streets. I've been in China, Russia, all over. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I am so upset over this. Are you saying that he goes along when they made that, you know, in 19 what what year?
1: 1994.
2: And so he's saying, well, you don't have to worry because... I went along with that.
1: Well, the thing is, is the statement that he made is exactly the statement that they have made that um, no person would know to make that exact statement unless they were involved with that. Doc, uh, the declaration of the uh, evangelicals and Catholics together in, in the, uh, the Christian mission in the third millennium. And you can go online, uh, folks. You can all go online, and you can look that up. It's called... Uh, Evangelicals and Catholics Together, the uh, Christian Mission in the Third Millennium. And you can look it up. You can see the whole document. You can see who signed it. Um, Now, I am not saying that Pastor Hagee's signature was on the uh, actual document at any time. Uh, I've never mentioned that at any time, but th- he would not know to make the statement if he was not following along with what they have already said because this is exactly their terminology of that declaration and document.
2: Well, now he's very pro-Israel you know, uh, Israel and doing every year now raising money for Israel and, and the Jewish people. Yes, so, and
1: I'm for that. Well, yes, yeah, so, so this
2: is very deceiving. And and
1: another thing is, too, I don't know how many of you uh, here in Phoenix were able to go to his night with Pastor Hagee in regards to supporting the Jewish people, but um, I was kind of disheartened uh, with it when I got there, uh, when Pastor Tom and I went, and we found that um, he was promoting Catholic nuns in, uh, in his program. <laughs> and so, therefore, that blew my mind, and I didn't know what to think after that, and I was really wanting nothing to do with it after that point, because, uh, as I said before, we love all people, and the fact is, is we hate sin, love the people, but the fact is, is anyone who's following along in a false doctrine and religion, we we want them to be saved.
2: Well, so the end times is coming, because the one world government is coming together, Mm -hmm. and and we've got to be very into the Spirit. Amen, amen. And I mean, there's something there, So, so what you're saying, you like in one hand what he's doing, but see, you can't do this. You can't say he's doing 98% good Mm -hmm. and 5% wrong. So Mm -hmm. what are you going to do about that?
1: Well, actually, uh, I've made my decision, and it's for everyone else to make their decision. And my decision is openly, I don't follow any man. I follow the Lord Jesus Christ and his word. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was the question that we asked today. And it's a a wake-up call for all those who are following men and not the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
2: Well, like it says, he that has an ear, let him hear with the Holy Spirit is saying to the churches. amen
1: you got it sister
2: and so i'm full-blooded greek
1: now are you jewish apart uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when
2: i read the bible and i was a baby christian and it said there's no more jew or greek you know yes. i thought oh well, this is really weird you know <laughs> but because when i came to christ i had to give up my tradition amen oh you know, totally amen.
1: Because, amen
2: because of the way it works and uh so, you know, Jesus set me free, and I never knew Jesus was God till I read the first <laughs> chapter of John, and it was like the fireworks went <laughs> off. I was never taught Jesus was God. I always taught Mary, little baby Jesus in the major, and Mary, mother of God. Praise so, the Lord. I'm so glad. So, when we're set free, and like I say, I am radical, and I <laughs> thank you for all that information that was very bold today you
1: to do this. Oh, well, you know what? We do whatever the Lord calls us to do, and we're pretty radical. That's, the th- well, that's Do you have a church? Actually, we are helping out in a church right now uh, while they're in a pastor change, so we're helping out, uh, and we'll be mentioning that a little later here on the program.
2: Oh, are you on another half hour?
1: Uh, we're on until 4.45.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, so listen, I'd like to know. I'd like to meet and talk with you sometime.
1: That would be wonderful. And let me tell you what. You can uh, reach us, uh, all of our contacts. I
2: don't have a computer, so... I okay. don't, I can't do the, com- I'm, I'm, I'm not computer privy. Okay,
1: I'll tell you what, if you want to call back at a quarter to five, I will give you my personal information.
2: Oh, well, praise, you. well, thank you. Okay. If God bless you. Okay,
1: and can I pray for you before we hang oh, up?
2: Absolutely. When
1: are you going to be, are you in the mission field now? Or oh, you?
2: yeah, I do death row inmates. Okay. I really need prayer for provision okay. and protection. Okay, Those let's pray. Okay, let's
1: pray. <laughs> okay. Father God, right now, you're in the business of, uh, pre protection and provision. Lord, you have the ability to send the Holy Spirit with us as a flaming fire before all men, Lord. We are protected. I ask that you would build a special hedge of protection around this precious woman of God who is a missionary to your people, Lord. I ask that you would move in a great and mighty way, Lord, for the fact that she speaks to those that are on their way out of this world, Lord. And if they don't know you, it's their uh, last opportunity to ever find you before they leave. And Lord, I ask that you would move in a great and mighty way to give her the desires of her heart as she continues to walk in that path that you have prepared and ordained for her at this hour. And I just thank you so much for her insight and her word today. And Lord, I ask that you would just continue to move her in the way that you have prepared and ordained for this last hour. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, oh, amen. Amen. Thank
2: you, and God bless you. My only concern is we got to go after every soul that he has designated for us personally to
1: reach. You're right. And yeah. that's
2: that's what it's all about.
1: That is what it's all about. And I thank you so much for your call today. And as I said, if you'll call back at a quarter to 5, we'll get that number for you, okay? Oh, thank you. Okay. God, God bless, bless you. Both of you. Uh-huh. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah, that is such an uplifting call.
1: That is awesome. And, and
0: you know the the thing we we always forget is my savior is a Jewish carpenter.
1: Amen. 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 That's yes. the way it is. Yes, it is. You know...
0: I, I just want to once again give our, give our question for today. Uh, we've had some great callers calling in. We're waiting to hear from you. Amen. Is your salvation dependent upon the Word of God or the Word of man? Give us a call here at Streams in the Desert Live. We'd love to hear how you, as a faithful follower, of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, feel about this question? Our number here at KXXT is 602-296-3632. Once again, that number is 602-296-3632 two.
1: You know, we've had some really good calls already today, but I'm waiting to hear from some others of you. I know the Lord has appointed a, a word for you to give to us today regarding the things that are going on, and to share the things on your heart as to what's happening here at the last hour. You know, it's it's time, folks, that we here in America especially prepare because time is very short, and uh, you know. Yesterday was a record-setting day here in Arizona. You know, for all the people who will be listening on the Internet later uh, tonight and throughout this next week to this program, yesterday was a record-setting day here in Arizona that has never happened since they were keeping records in the late 1800s of our weather system. It was 111 degrees here in Phoenix yesterday, and uh, I think it's just a sign of what's coming in the near future. There's more... uh, hot times on the way <laughs> amen
0: and you know pastor uh, the the whole premise of the uh, uh the broadcast here is to bring breaking news bring the news of the day and you know uh, in other news i just want to bring this article here
1: i hope you're listening daniel <laughs>
0: <Amen>. <laughs> white house denies iran attack report The White House on Tuesday flatly denied an Army radio report that claimed U.S. President George W. Bush intends to attack Iran before the end of his term. It said that while the military option had not been taken off the table, the administration preferred to resolve concerns about Iran's push for a nuclear weapon through peaceful diplomatic means. Army Radio had quoted a top official in Jerusalem claiming that a senior member in the entourage of President Bush, who visited Israel last week, had said in a closed meeting here that Bush and Vice President Dick Cheney were of the opinion that military action against Iran was called for. The official reportedly went on to say that for the time being, the hesitancy of Defense Secretary Robert Gates and Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice was preventing the administration from deciding to launch such an attack on the Islamic Republic. The Army report, radio report was quoted by the R- Jerusalem Post as resonated widely stated that according to assessments in Israel and a recent turmoil in Lebanon where Hezbollah has recently de facto control of the country was advancing an American attack. Bush, the official reportedly said, considered Hezbollah's show of strength, evidence of Iran's President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad's growing influence. The Bush's view an official said the disease must be treated, not its symptoms. However, the White House on Tuesday afternoon dismissed the story in a statement. It said that the U.S. remains opposed to Iran's ambitions to obtain nuclear weapon. To that end, we are working to bring tough diplomatic and economic pressures on the Iranians to get them to change their behavior and to halt their uranium enrichment program it went on as president uh, has said uh, it went on as the president has said no president of the united states should ever take options off the table but our preference and our actions for dealing with this matter remain thoroughly peaceful diplomatic means nothing has changed in that regard in an interview last week in the oval office bush told the post that iran is incredibly negative Influence and the biggest long-term threat to peace in the Middle East, but that the U.S. was pushing back hard and will continue to do so. He noted that Iran is involved in uh, funding Hamas and Hezbollah, and it's that Iranian influence which I'm deeply concerned about, but there needs to be more than just the United States' concerns about it. Bush said, We take seriously the sense of Iran getting the technology, and know-how on how to develop a nuclear weapon. All options are on the table, he said, but of course you want to try, this, try to solve this problem diplomatically. Ask whether the Iranians would be deterred from their nuclear drive by the time he left office, Bush told the Post, what definitely will be done before I leave office will be the establishment of a secure uh, structure on how to deal with this to try to resolve this diplomatically in other words sanctions pressures financial pressures if you know a history of uh, a history of pressure that will uh, serve as a framework to make sure other countries are involved days later in his address to the Knesset Bush said that the president of Iran's dreams of returning the Middle East to the Middle Ages and America stand with you in firmly opposing iran's nuclear weapon ambitions permitting the world's leaders sponsoring of terror to possess the world's deadliest weapon would be an unforgettable betrayal of the future generations for the sake of peace the world must not allow iran to have a nuclear weapon he said
1: well folks there's a lot to pray about you know what Um, at this time as i wait for some more of your phone calls Uh, We would like to just take this time to say thank you to all of our current supporters of the Streams in the Desert Live ministry, radio ministry. And at the same time, we would also like to take this time to personally thank those of you who have sent love offerings in in the past few weeks, who are Sister Amy of Phoenix, Arizona, Sister Ella of Phoenix, Arizona, Brother Mark of Lakewood, Colorado, Sister Mary Lou of Glendale, Arizona, and Sister and Reverend Lois of Glendale, Arizona. Folks, we are in need of your support for the work of this radio ministry. Please consider sending a love offering to help us as we are not called to, nor can we, do this alone. It takes your prayers, love, encouragement, and love offerings, as well as the hand and favor of the Lord God to keep us and this ministry going. We also would like to remind you, uh, I hope you have a pen and paper ready, because we'd also like to remind you that Pastor Tom and I are teaching on Wednesday nights at Touch of Grace Fellowship Bible Study, starts at 7 p.m. in Building 7 at Greenway High School. Park in the West parking lot and come and join us for an exciting time of sharing in the Word of God. Also on Father's Day, June fifteenth, two 2008, at 10.30 a.m., Pastor Tom will be bringing the Sunday morning message at Touch of Grace Fellowship, located at Greenway High School Cafeteria, just north of Greenway Road at 39th Avenue. You won't want to miss this awesome opportunity to hear Pastor Tom preach. And I just must say that it appears that we're all out of time for today. Please join us again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. This is Pastor Dana
0: and Pastor Tom
1: saying so long for now. And there again, if you like what you're hearing, please consider sending a love offering to keep Streams in the Desert Live radio ministry on the air. Our mailing address is 7558 West Thunderbird Road, Suite 1, PMB 233, Peoria, Arizona uh, 85381. Or you can visit us at streamsaz.org. And we just want to thank you for listening today. We hope that the Lord will continue to bless you and to set your heart and your mind on eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. And with that said, I'd like to say this. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace until we meet again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live here on KXXT 1010 AM. God bless you. God
0: bless you. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Please be sure to join us next Tuesday on KXXT 1010 AM Family Values Radio at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live, when we will once again examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Pastor Dan and myself, thank you for listening, for your calls, for your emails, and always for your generous love offerings in support of the radio broadcast. You may also visit us at our website streamsaz.org or email us at streamsaz.org with questions and topics to be discussed on future shows. Much love in Jesus to each and every one of you and may the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all till we meet again. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?